there, everyone. Welcome to the Teach Them Diligently podcast. Every week, we bring you simple answers to help your homeschool family thrive. I'm Leslie Nunnery, and I am so glad you're here. I think you're really going to enjoy today's episode. Gina Young, who after many years as an event planner, stepped out in faith to do a completely unexpected project that God put on her heart, is joining us today. Gina is the author of The Princess Parables, which uses characters that girls naturally relate to to teach the character that they need. I love to being able to point families to resources I truly believe will be beneficial for you. So I hope you'll listen in and then plan to connect with Gina in Pigeon Forge. It's hard to believe that we're finally right upon our very first event in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, isn't it? We've been planning and talking about this event for over a year, and it's finally here. I am so excited to see thousands of you there, and I have good news for those of you that haven't gotten your ticket yet. They're still available. There's still time to make your plans to join us there or to tune in via live stream. So go to teachthemdiligently.net forward slash events to learn more and make your plans to be there. Quick! Our sponsor for today's podcast will also be in Pigeon Forge, so be sure you check out all that Apologia has to offer while you're there. Are you looking for a resource to help teach your kids the Bible? The Word in Motion Bible Curriculum, written by Rachel Carmen, equips families to read the Word of God with passion, purpose, and big picture understanding, and to tell the grand story of God's love for His people. The two-volume series has been designed for use with grades K through 8. Streaming video lessons are included as part of the study that will engage your family with vibrant illustrations and get kids up and moving to help them remember the key people, places, and events from every book of the Bible. Visit apologia.com forward slash Bible to learn more and purchase some for your family today. Again, visit apologia.com forward slash Bible. Now, won't you join me in welcoming Gina Young of The Princess Parables to the podcast today? Hey, you guys, welcome back. I am very excited to have Gina Young with us today. We have talked over the last month, month and a half, quite a bit about boys as Trail Life has come on and given us some amazing information about parenting our boys and you know how boys work and how boys think. And, and it's been really, really helpful. Today, we're going to talk more about our girls, and Gina is here to talk. She is the author of The Princess Parables, an adorable set of books and all kinds of other stuff that goes along with that, that really help our girls um, kind of see themselves as what God says they are. So Gina, welcome to the Teach Them Diligently podcast. Hi, Leslie. Nice to be here. Well, I am so glad that you are. Before we dive in too much, can you tell us a little bit about your family, but but kind of weave into that a little bit about the Princess Parables and where they came from? Sure. So I have four kiddos, two boys, two girls, and they are 2019, 16, and 14 now. Um, and I homeschooled them and they originally, when we started working on the Princess Parables, I had a 
five-month-old, a three-year-old, and a four-year-old. So, um, and the Prince's Parables came out of um, not only me always inserting different lessons in every book I read, because I felt like so many things were missing when I read books to my kids, but also mm. came out of a desire, or really just God wanted me to write these books. I was in a Bible study, and he said, you're going to go write these books, and gave me the girls' names and everything. I have it all written down in a um, a Bible study workbook. And I said, no way, I'm not a writer. I'm a party planner. I'm not doing this. And, uh, sure enough, my husband said, you should go do it. And then kind of the rest just fell into place. Wow. Yeah. It's amazing. As you were telling me a little bit of your story beforehand, um, it's amazing how God did allow all of the pieces to fall into place for this crazy idea that he gave you at that Bible study. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Because I think as we, as we noted before, I think that it's so easy for us to talk to, to moms, especially about, you know, God puts a desire in your heart and it may not be the right season and you, you've got to wait and learn and grow. And all of that is true, but sometimes God gives you a desire and then he opens doors in, in fairly quick succession. So, so can you tell us a little bit about how God worked at the beginning of the princess parables? Sure. So like I said, I had a five-month-old and a three-year-old and a four-year-old and I was in this Bible study. I was really in that Bible study just for my moment of, you know, sanity to be in his word. And I never thought uh, that this would come out of it. And I honestly thought my husband was going to say no, because uh, it just seemed too crazy to me. And when he said yes, I realized that, that this was something I had to go do. I had to figure it out. Hmm. And I really didn't know what to do because it was just out, completely outside of my realm of knowledge. And, and the internet wasn't such a big thing back then, 2005. And so I didn't really Google to say like, is this a possible thing? I just did what the next thing the Lord told me to do. And I had such a burden on my heart to write the first story. And when my little five month old was taking a nap one day, we were at my mom's house. I sat down two hours and I wrote it or outlined it, the whole thing. And I was so shocked, like, oh, that was easy, you know, but it was totally the Lord, right? And then after that, I felt such a burden to write this book proposal, because someone had said, you need a book proposal. And so I went to Barnes & Noble, got the book proposal book, I read it. And my husband's like, what is wrong with you? Like, I was nursing my five-month-old reading this book. And he he Hmm. thought I was just something, I said, I don't know, I have a burden, I got to get this done. And sure enough, right when I got it done, the week after, uh, there was at our church, there was a Christian Writers Conference here in Southern California, and I signed up for it. And then when I signed up for it, I found out that Zondervan was going to be there. And they, um, we were allowed to check with these guys that they could, we could see him for 10 minutes and they weren't going to buy our book. They were just going to critique it. So I signed up and, you know, Zondervan's never been there since. And he's never, was never there before. And I sat down with him and I handed my little, my little story to him and my book proposal. And he said, I've been looking all over the United States for this. We're going to take it. And I was shocked, but, and then from there, it just kind of went uh, went on from there and they've branded us and it's been a great 11 years, but I mean, it really happened quickly and it was only me just doing the next thing. I didn't have any idea how it was all going to end. It was just being obedient to each step. 
Well, that's the thing. Faithfulness each step of the way and then trusting God to open the doors or close the doors. But it's it's on us to be faithful. And I love that part of your story. Um, and just I'm so thankful that you you were willing to share that with us, because I think it's an encouragement regardless of how quickly our story comes to pass or that that dream comes to pass. Just being faithful every step of the way is is a huge, huge, important thing for us all to remember. Hmm. Um, but why though, you know, we live in a world where <laughs> you say the word Disney or Disney princess and, you know, people kind of curl up their noses. Disney has certainly earned that from families. They have, they have not shown themselves a good steward of families trust in, in the last many, many years. Um, but, but they recognize something way back way back when, and they started rolling out these princesses and little girls have, have just gravitated toward them. Why, why are princesses, why is that whole concept such a big deal? And why did you choose it to try to teach these good character issue or character lessons and, and good develop these good stories and characters around? Well, I think that's a great question. Um, and I think that, well, first of all, God chose it. So it wasn't my idea. So I love that I can always go back to, you know, God wants he's out there. He could have used a stick and he chose me. So I uh, I love that I get to be the um, caretakers of the princesses. Mm-hmm. But, but really, I first of all, I think girls, um, they all, no matter when, in, you know, they get there, whether it's 18 months old or whether it's three years old or somewhere in between, you can show, you could never show a little girl a princess and she will put on glitter shoes and want to wear pink <laughs> dance around and she'll want to put tulle on. And, and it's just how God made us. And so I think for, uh, we are all daughters of the King. We are all princesses because it God's, it's God's idea in the first place. And so Disney doesn't own it. We are redeeming it back because it's really God's idea. And also too, mm-hmm. as far as the princesses go, I mean, being the caretaker of them and, and really just making their stories all about God's word and making them about character and things like that. They're just really good examples because the girls are going to follow somebody they want this anyway. It's how God made us. So if there aren't any Christian princesses for them to follow after, then they're going to gravitate towards all the other ones. And it's just it's just natural to how God made them. It, it really is. And I told you this beforehand, but when you said that we are all daughters of the king and therefore, you know, this this is all part of his plan, I, I immediately was reminded my older daughter when she came to to know Jesus personally, when she accepted him as her savior, I was asking her questions and I had this on, on video or sadly, I probably would have forgotten, but I was asking her questions just so she would remember. And she told me at that time that she was now a princess and I was so confused. I'm like, oh, maybe she doesn't understand. Um, and And so I followed up. I'm like, what do you mean? She said, well, I'm now a daughter of the king. And that was the very first thing in her little testimony that resonated with her. She understood that concept. And I think that so many of us have, have outgrown the wonder of it. And I don't want us ever to lose the wonder of the fact that we truly are daughters of the king of kings. Therefore we are princesses and we should act as such. Yes. And I have to add this too. I think that, um, because of Disney and because there's been a pushback from 
Disney, you know, obviously for a while, but especially right now. And I remember when the books first came out, there was a different pushback that they didn't want it and their kids to be part of Disney at all or a part of princesses at all, because it was always about romance and it was always about mm-hmm. magic. And I used to say to them, people, cause they would say, no, we're, we're just not going to do princesses at all. And at the time that was a big thing. Fairies became like, go push your girls towards fairies. Right. That huh. was 11 years ago. And, um, I used to think really like you're going to push her towards fairies it has like nothing to do with, you know, God's word or anything. Right. But the, the point was, and I totally took the point to understand that they didn't see the quality of redeeming back the princesses because it's mm-hmm. not about the boys. It's not about the magic. And they didn't see the quality of that God created our girls that way anyway. And so for us to tell our girls that they can't be princesses or I don't want you doing that and not giving them an alternative, I think that is damaging to young women. And I think that we have are seeing generations, a generation of girls now who's grown up maybe with some parents who have done that. And I, I don't know, I don't have any study on it or anything, but my whole thought is that if you're telling your kids, no, you're not a princess, and then that's how God made them, that's just not good. So that's just my own little take on it. So that's why I think God has these here for such a time as this. Yeah, yeah. And and I, I love the fact that, first of all, I want you to tell us their names because I think that their names alone will will go a long way towards helping people understand the distinctives. But after you tell us their names, I want I want you to to kind of cue us in as to why parables. Why why are they the princess parables? What what point does that serve? Okay. So, um Princess Hope is the oldest, and she is the parable of the hidden treasure, sell everything to buy the pearl of great price. And uh, then there's Princess Grace, and Grace taking care of all the kitties. One of her kitties gets away. It's parable of lost sheep. She has to ride throughout the kingdom and rescue her kitty out in the dark woods. And then um, Faith is her twin sister, and she's taking care of the secret garden. All these terrible things happen to her poor garden. It's parable of the sower or the four soils. And then we have Joy, and she has an upcoming birthday. Her sisters are planning a surprise party, and nobody can come. They all have excuses. Parable of the wedding feast. Mm-hmm. Invite the kids from the village anyway. And she ends up uh, giving away all of her things at the end. And then Charity, Princess Charity, is our youngest. She's got boots on under her dress. She rides a horse up to the highest hill. She looks out over the kingdom, sees a little boy get hurt. Nobody helps him. Everybody rides by. It's a parable of the um, Good Samaritan. She rescues him. But not only does she rescue him, but because of her good deed, the two warring nations are at peace because he was the prince of the other land. So it mm. teaches kids one good thing, you might change the world. So each of the girls, there's a lot in these. So there's not only is it their parables, so the storyline follows the parable, but we also have like side lessons in there too, like about generosity and about courage, compassion, and about um, perseverance and patience. Those are all in you know different stories. And then also... We took their names, and their names are somewhat uh, seen in the book as well. So Hope, obviously, with the hidden treasure, and Charity with the Good Samaritan. So all of that is re uh, just in, instituted in there. In the back of every book, we have a diary page where the princesses kind of talk about how they felt in the story. They talk about their name. And then on the other side, we have the actual verse. But the story in and of itself, this is my. this was my biggest thing, this I felt like the Lord wanted me to write books that were not super preachy. 
that weren't, because my kids, I would get Christian books back, you know, through the years and they would, I loved them, right? I was so excited about them and I would read them to them and they'd be like, that's nice. And they never wanted to read them again. They would yeah. go read another book, right? And I always had to draw out these books with good character lessons and stuff in them. So I said, you know, when I write a book, I'm going to be a, a story these girls want to read over and over and over again, because then they're getting the lessons over and over again. Then they're getting God's word over and over again. And they don't always read that back page. But the story stands alone as being a good example, good character, and also God's word. So, Well, and I would imagine that they also reinforce imaginative play like, you know, yes. other characters would. So, you know, if you if you want your children acting out stories that they've read, if, the, if you want them to, to be able to imagine and, and see these worlds and, and that kind of thing, directing them to a biblical, biblically based, solid, you know, good characters, good lesson type story and type character is, is really beneficial. Yes. Like I, I, I think I told you before that I used to say to my daughters, yeah, would Princess Hope do that or Princess Joy, whoever was their favorite. And they would be like, oh no, she would not do that. And so it was nice that my girls knew them to know that they made good choices. And so I could use them, you know, and it was super helpful for me parenting. Oh, for sure. For sure. And I love the fact that because of the way that God wrote your story, you're able to use those examples. You know that, that the, that these do resonate with the girls and that you are able to, to draw their attention to things and, and allow these princesses to teach even things that are outside of the books. Yes. Yeah. And they're not, I mean, I, we do have some boys in there too. So I, because I have boys, I wrote them, my 14 year old boy, I hate to say it. He, he would probably kill me up. He was 11 up until he was 11. He kept them in his room. The ones that were more boy-like because they have foxes and spiders and bats nice. and there's all kinds of boy things. And he would read those. And I have a lot of people who uh, have said over the years, you know, they're not just boy books or girl books and Eastern Christmas, they're actually knights in them. We have five knights and five girls, and they have a whole adventure together. So um, it is definitely for the girls, but I didn't forget the boys. Good, 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 good. Yeah, I have two boys and two girls, too. And and I found the same thing. I found that a lot of times, if if it was well-written, of whatever it was, that both would gravitate to it and enjoy it, regardless of the one that it was primarily targeted to. So, um right. So yeah, that is that is awesome, and there's much to be gleaned from all of it. Um, now I know that you have beyond just these stories, you've actually kind of created this whole world with other things that that parents can use to really reinforce these stories as they're parenting their kiddos. What other things have you have you created through the years, or do you have in the works that that really reinforce these? Well, we have, so when I say we, I write these books with my mentor. Uh, she's older now, but she and I have written these books together. We work as a team. And so it's a lot of fun. I'm the face and she does a lot of helping in the background, but we do them together. And that's a whole God thing too, because very few people can write together, but we have a lot of fun. Um, and we are working on some boy books. We've been working on those for a while. We've been having a hard time finding a publisher, but for such a time as this, we've seen a lot of people uh, publishers uh, that really want this type of boy book. So we're excited about the boys and their parables because their parables are awesome. It's like the prodigal son, the parable of the talents, and they're great 
boy um, parables. And then we're also working on um, another side series for the girls because since the beginning we've had moms with girls of color that so we're gonna have the cousins come to town from far away land and they have two great parables as well and what we have currently available is we have the seven books so that each girl has her own hardback picture book and then eastern christmas but we also have a 90-day devotion book which is a fantastic resource for homeschool moms we've been doing these conventions so far this year and I've been selling out pretty much everything, but the devotions seem to go the quickest because they've got a verse, a parable thought, a, um, a prayer, but they also have a call to action in that devotion. And I, that seems to be very well received. And then we have a rhyming uh, 13 prayer book, which is a board book for the youngers. And we have the I Can Read Level One. So I Can Read Level One um, in all the girls' stories, all five. And we're hopefully working on, and then we're working on a TV show. Hopefully. That's so fun. Yeah. So fun. So we can completely surround our girls and give them all kinds of fun things. And guys, as you noted, and give them all kinds of fun ways to interact. Well, we are getting somewhat low on time, but I want you to tell me too about your parties. And you know, there's different things that these that our parents can really latch on to to reinforce these things so i know that you have parties and i know that you did events for a long time so i'm very yeah. eager to hear how god wove those two things together your what he had put in your hand early on and now how you're able to to put that back out uh through a princess parable party yes so uh, currently we we had a lot of requests for prince uh princess joy's birthday party so right now we have that just as a downloadable free option. But uh, recently someone asked me to put it in a box, something that we could uh, just, they could just get it and then it just do it. And I was like, you know, that's a really great idea. So we are currently working on that. So Princess Joy's story is all about giving her stuff away. And we've had a lot of little girls raise money and buy um, things for other people. We had a little girl, she was six years old, she raised $1,500 to buy pillow wow. pets for the Ronald McDonald house. And such a Aww. cute little video of her going, look, mommy, I'm just like Princess Joy. It was just the sweetest video. Um, and we also have uh, one of the things that's been really close to my heart has been, uh, well, not only that we have character lessons on the website for homeschool moms that you can use it as I used it like for a whole month with the girls. And I would talk about perseverance and patience when we did Facebook and just spend the whole month on that. But we also have taken that idea and made it into a um, princess camp. So I did with the girls um, two different ways. One week in the summer, I did it every day because we have five books. And mm -hmm. I did all five books. And then um, on the on one of the times I did like a Christmas in July, I used the Christmas book. But the other thing that we have done is once a month. And so I did it with my other daughter. Once a month, we would have friends and I would pick them all up from one of the classes that they had and bring them all back to the house. And we had about 14 girls. We did a craft, we had a lesson, we did a snack. I even had like charms for the bracelet. They got a different charm. <laughs> so they were really fun uh, to do and the girls love it. It's, it was a, it's such a great memory. So those are our three. I'm still working on other ideas, but for right now, that's what we've got. Well, yay. And I, yeah, the fact that we as moms get the privilege to be creative, to do fun things with our children so that we're actually all learning together and nobody is actually conscious of it, <laughs> it's just happening, um, yeah. is such a wonderful gift from God. He made parenting 
so natural, passing on our faith so natural if we just keep our eyes on the mission that he's given us. And that's why I love being able to share resources like yours with our families so that this can come alongside them as they are keeping their eye on their mission and just be a tool to help reinforce what they're trying to do. Yes, absolutely. Well, Gina, I am so glad that you've been here. Before we go, can you tell everybody where they can find you and, um, you know, just whether that be on social media, through your website, whatever, and, you know, anything else that would be important that they know before we, and we'll leave all of these links in the show notes too. So it's real easy for everybody. Yeah. So uh, we, our website is theprincessparables.com. And uh, you can find us there. It has a store, but also has all the downloads that I talked about today as well. Fantastic. And then do you have any social media where they can follow along? Oh, yes. So we do have Facebook and Instagram uh, right now. That's what we we are working through. So, yes. Good. And you're just the Princess Parables on those? Yes, the Princess Parables. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, everybody, make sure that you look for them. Look for Gina at uh, Pigeon Forge. Um, I suspect that, that Gina, you're going to have a lot of company at your booth. What can they expect there? Well, they can expect a great bundle. So I love to give away bundles um, as a true author would. I love to give away like a starter kit that I discount down for these shows because my, my goal really is to just get these in as many girls' hands as possible. So that's what we, we have. And we also have balloons. So look for the balloons at our booth. So we've got some balloons as well. So. Yay, yay. Well, super fun. Well, I look forward to meeting you um, in person there and hearing what you have to say and actually seeing these Princess Parable books up close and personal. Sounds great. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you. And to everybody out there, thank you for spending your time with us today. I hope that this has been an encouragement. I hope you're excited about the opportunities um, and the resources that are available to really, really help you do your job that God has called you to do. He has equipped you to do it, but but resources like this are so helpful to, to make doing our job fun and to, to give us just additional ways to teach the lessons that God wants us to teach our kiddos. So look for the Princess Parables. I've got the links in the, in the show notes, but if you're going to be in Pigeon Forge, make sure you run by and see them there. Thanks so much. Have a great rest of your day, and I look forward to talking to you again real soon. joining us today. We believe that every family is called to teach them diligently, so we're here to help. We would love to get to know you this year at one of our four live Teach Them Diligently events, and then throughout the year when you become part of the Teach Them Diligently 365 community. Check out the notes from today's show for more details about what we discussed today, as well as all of these other resources that Teach Them Diligently has to offer. Have a wonderful day, and I look forward to talking to you again real soon.